Fanboy Planet Comic Shop in Santa Clara, California. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, Derek McCaw. Derek? Where's Derek? Derek. Here, Derek. 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 What'd you do with Derek? Derek's not here, man. Derek's not here. That's a bummer. Okay, is that the end, the end of the podcast then? No, we no. must go forward. We're going Derek forward. Would want it okay, that so way. Derek now would say, uh, "We're coming to you live." Well, you said that from the fan, from Fanboy Planet at twenty seven twenty five El Camino Real Suite one hundred five in Santa Clara, next to. No, I just meant that suite. Sweet. Sweet. It's in Santa Clara. Suite one hundred five. Suite one hundred five. Yes, Santa Clara, that. California, next to. Down, just down from Juicy Burger, where oh. you too can get ripped off on your Yeah, coat. don't get ripped off at Juicy Burger. That's Bastards. Idea. That's a bad idea. Yes. So we're going to go ahead and persevere then this week. And we have to, for Derek. But you know, we got somebody and the fans. else. We have a special guest star. That's Again, right. A recurring role, semi-recurring role. Fans will remember this and a contributor a to previous uh, podcasts and mm-hmm. the contributor to the Fanboy Planet website. True. With us on the mic tonight, we have... Chris Garcia, wrestling editor, FanboyPlanet.com. Hooray! We love Garcia. And what, do, what does Derek call him? The happy-headed gnome? Happy is that what he calls him? Oh, okay. That's the, the polite uh, thing you can say. You can say that in public. That's the other thing. And, right. And, of course, with us, as always, the announcer, the always. heart and soul of the yes. Fanboy Planet podcast, the melodious to- tones of the voice of... Dirk McDirkinson. No, this is Lon Lopez... Uh, or as Derek likes to call me, Pez McWeeperson. Yes, thank Pez you. And I'm the moral compass. <laughs> yes, keeping us straight and narrow. Rick Brett Snyder, and I deal with the sound. Hooray. Yeah. We got a lot going on this week. There's a lot of comic stuff going on this week. No, well, I, not that I know of, but yes, there is. Um, the biggest news, which, which we've been following for... I don't know how long has it been now. We've been following it for See, it's been a year, so that's uh, three hundred sixty-five days, fifty something 360, weeks, three hundred. Yeah, fifty-two ends today. It is Wednesday, by the way. It's New Comic Day, but you'll probably be hearing this what Friday, right? So, yeah. But anyways, this Wednesday, May second. We're on the second. Yes. This is the second. Cinco of May. de Mayo. Or, I mean, Dos de Mayo. Dos de Mayo. Um, Marvel or not Marvel? Uh, fifty-two. And today. <laughs> I'm so confused, you man. You have been more wrong on that. I love it. Yes. Anyways, so, I just read it. You haven't read it yet, 52, right? issue 52, on the rack right now. Let you me, and Chris got here early, read it. Mine's you in read the car. It? I read it. Oh, okay. Well, Chris I'm, read it. He didn't, you know. Have you been following it, though? Very, very, very little. Okay, I was going to say, I do think it's a pretty good wrap-up. Okay. I, I think, do I think. it was pretty subtle. I'd be surprised if it wasn't a good wrap-up. Well, I mean, you know, Derek was showing some concerns last week that he wasn't sure how they were going to do it in one issue. But it's 40 pages. It is 40 pages. It's 40 pages! <laughs> right. And he did forget that last week. Isn't that a giant-sized annual in the olden yeah, days? Yeah, it <laughs> might be. And it only costs a quarter. But I do think that they, they do explain what 52 means, and they do give you a nice little tie-up, little bow, little package. And it actually um, leaves open a lot, you know, a lot more stories they can do. So, bravo, DC, bravo. And there was a beautiful panel, just one, the Earth, I think it was the Earth. Don't ruin it for Rick, he hasn't read it yet. Panel that uh. just blew my head away. I just, There's a lot of cool when they it. show, well, like I said, we don't want to ruin it for Rick, but let's just say, Rick, you're going to enjoy it. Rick means everyone. Right, yeah. Yeah. exactly. As always. And then also, um, aside from one series ending... We have a new one launching. Right. And Tell us about it. world. Right? What? This week. Well. A, a new, new world? world? To destroy. Ah, yes. 
World War Hulk, a new world. It's here, finally. Yeah. So we've been hyping it up in the podcast. We've been talking about it a lot. It's Hulk 106. It's finally here. Has anybody read it? I, I have looked it. through it. I just flipped through it, though. But oh, there's I also, also for I would remind everybody, if you haven't been a Hulk reader, go out and pick out Hulk Prologue number one. I World think War we Hulk just Prologue sold out of it here. I don't know. Get, get it while they're uh, there, because apparently they are they're flying going off the fast. shelves. Probably under-ordered, probably an instant collector's item. Uh, but this catches you up on where you need You'll to be. You'll be green with envy if you don't pick. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I went there. You did. Mm. How long we can't have that in the podcast? <laughs> looking mm. looking yes. really forward to uh, World War Hulk. Yeah. I, I have to admit, I do not normally read Marvel, but I, I flipped through it, and I was like, oh, that does look interesting. Yeah, the preview pages look really cool. Yeah. I just like uh, big buff guys with their shirts off, so I'm going to read it. Okay. So, yeah. We'll talk about wrestling later. <clears throat> All so right. then, the other the other big news this week, big 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 news uh, this week. How big is it? It's big, big big big. So big okay. big big. Good. So we are in the middle right now, and by the time people hear this, it'll be at the end of Spider Man Week in New York City. Yes. Wait, so in, they're having a whole week. It's kind a of whole thing? week of events all over the town. If you go to the website, which you can, it's linked off the Marvel page, Marvel website. I didn't even pages. know about this. So they're, what are they doing? This? Yeah, what are they doing? It's stuff. It's stuff at the Museum of Natural History. There's a stuff at Toys R Us. There's a, they've got. There's a map of of places you can go to. They actually have, they actually have located somewhere in the Bronx or Queens, wherever it is. Uh, Peter Parker's home, and so it's it's listed actually with a street address you can go to. And I can only imagine they did this to some poor fool who lives in the house. Oh, Everyone's no. coming up, knocking on the door. Can we look inside? Where's Peter? Yeah, I want to look in the attic. I know. So, but wow, no, it's that's like exciting. tons of stuff going on all week long. And if you're in New York, I envy you. How is this just just this little little Spidey that could, huh? This yeah. third movie. And why would they do that this week, Lon? Why? <laughs> why would they ever do a full week of stuff? This week, because Spidey Three opens on Friday. Ah, yeah. Is it actually Thursday that it opens? It, it, I think there's maybe 3rd? a midnight screen? screening. Is it May third? Yeah, maybe May it does 3rd. open Thursday well, there's worldwide. A press, there's a press thing tomorrow that Michael Goodson and that's I are right. Into. You guys are going. I actually had the fortune of seeing it on Monday. You so scammed your way in. I well, you know, I'm a MySpace member, and they had a MySpace preview, so. I used my, you know, my MySpace that press limited credentials. Set of MySpace yeah. users, they, yeah. MySpace, the exclusive club. Oh, oh. and uh, fantastic! Um, let me just say this: I won't say anything about the movie, but I will say it is the best of the three. And um, for me, me personally, um, the first two <laughs> movies I thought were uh, good, well made, solid. I just didn't like them. I mean, not as much. You know what I'm saying? They, didn't they were do good. It for you. I just wanted more. This movie gave me everything I wanted. Will you, go, will you be paying to go see it? Again? I most likely will pay and see it again. That's and, an endorsement. And speaking of that, I will not have a hard time finding a place to see it because. Do you like the segue? Um, <laughs> Very professional. Because uh, it was reported today in the news that Spidey 3 is going to be making, I guess, box office history because it's opening at the most theaters. Ever and I don't have a number. It's like four thousand something. It's got to be more than four thousand one hundred and three. I think it's four thousand one hundred and four. So yeah, uh, why would that record. be, Chris? That's because what that's what the the village opened on. Uh, but it's amazing that the current industry prediction I think is one hundred and twelve to one hundred and twenty five for the opening weekend. Well, the the millions. original record is one thirty something by uh, Pirates last year. Pirates yeah. two one thirty. Thousand, no million, million. million. Well, they're talking uh, theaters. No, no, no dollars, dollars, dollars yeah. for the okay. opening weekend. Let's get our units straight. Because yeah. if I, I'm getting getting okay. confused, just well, standing here. I was talking, well, we talking theaters, theaters originally, theaters, and, then and we made the transition to money. He's talking and, to pull. You know, I'm boxes. talking to pull. Okay. I'm talking to scratch the green. Well, it's not going to make any money because if it makes money, then they have to pay people off. So these things never make any money. Right. Well, they're hoping it makes money because it was reported that this was one of the most expensive movies ever with its budget being at $250 million. Now, the odds of it making that back in its first three weeks uh, are pretty high. No, it's opening globally. So it's already already been out in Japan and Asia and stuff like that. And they said it's already pulled in like a hundred something million over there, so they're gonna make they're gonna do. I predict this is gonna be the movie of the summer. This one's gonna pull in 
And it's timed right because they mm-hmm. could do this and then do the yeah. DVD for Christmas. Easily, certainly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, and the thing is, the great thing about a, a hero like Spider-Man is it does translate internationally because the guy's got a full face mask on. You know what I mean? So That's true. it's going to do great. It's going to blow up. It's huge. Rick, you will enjoy it tomorrow. I'm looking forward. And talking about full face masks, Lon, you sent me some email this afternoon about... Oh, wait, but before we go to that, I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh-oh. I forgot we had an exclusive interview with somebody from Spidey 3. Oh, can you we know. bring them in now? Yes. Oh, uh, we have an exclusive. Is interview. that door big enough for him to come in? He, it might be. Um, ladies okay. and gentlemen, oh, please yeah. welcome. He's kind of oozing through. From Spider-Man Three, it's Venom. Hey, what's going on, Venom? What do you think of the new uh, Spider-Man movie coming out? Oh, that's too bad. Well, um, we don't have a lot of time, but Spider-Man, um, what would you? I mean, Venom, what would you want to do if you met Spider-Man? All right, get out of here, you crazy Venom symbiote. He's always fun to have come on. Oh, jeez. Can't take him it's anywhere. It's been too long. Mm-hmm. He's great. <laughs> He's great. Well, good luck with Spidey 3, Venom. We'll see you at the movies. I'm not going to use that bathroom again. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying about another comic movie coming up. Yeah, well, you were saying about another comic movie. No, you were just saying. And we were both kind of <laughs> saying that there's a full, another full face mask uh, guy uh, coming out uh, fairly soon. Huh? It's the mask. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, just released today. And this is actually, it, I guess it was Entertainment Weekly reported, but it didn't look like an actual picture. It's like a CG CG. But isn't of, it going to be CG? Yeah, the whole thing's <laughs> going to be CG drawn. It's going to be drawn. CG in the theater, but too. The one, but the original gray suit photo yeah. they took, that one was an actual life size I can believe that, yeah. Um, but yes, the new the Iron Man Mark III armor, I guess, design was unveiled at... Uh, online today entertainment weekly had posted it and what's our reaction what do we think you know there have been so many iron man armors in the last you know 15 minutes um no last <laughs> few years right. that i've i've lost track of what this one actually looks like the well, fact that they've got the center thing glowing and his palms glowing and stuff that's kind of it's cool essentially all i mean any iron man fan i think wants just the red and gold you want the red and gold in, <laughs> you know in, and in some proportion and, right and it yeah. has to look some you know it can't be too bulky it's got to look kind of true and i think this one actually kind of does it It looks kind of like you know a bad like cg computer game iron man but yeah hopefully that's just a you know a rough kind of rendering of it but well i mean there was uh, another promotional uh, picture they'd put out last week. I don't know if you saw it and had Robert Downey Jr. with the chest plate. Did you see that no, one? No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that one. Now I've been kind of bagging on this movie because I wasn't sure about Robert Downey. Wasn't sure oh, about John rot- Favreau. Don't, don't don't doubt the Downey. Yeah, I'm not sure. But after seeing the picture of the gray suit, which I thought looked really cool, yeah. Then they had this picture of Downey. Um, well, not the fabric softener, but Robert Downey sitting there. Um, and he had a little glowing thing in his chest. Right, right, right. And he was oh, like, I think I did see he was that. Iron, it was, you know, I guess he was hammering something. And, you know, he was all buffed up. He looked, you know, action hero-ish. And I was like, this could have potential. I think he's going to pull yeah. it off. Oh, I think I think Robert Downey Jr. is one of the really underutilized actors in the genre. Oh, I don't film. worry yeah. about his acting. I'm thinking just the total package. I'm worried more, I guess, about Favreau being able to pull this off. I'm more worried about Favreau being able to direct it uh, than I am that's about what I Downey just said. Jr. being able to pull it off. Right. Cool. And because if 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 uh, Downey has to say, oh, you're money, baby, then I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm gone. Well, I did like the fact that they uh, said in the article that they're setting up uh, sequels with uh, the alcoholism as a, uh, well, I mean, as a factor. Here's the thing. Look at Spidey as a template. If you know if this thing blows up, is I mean you have to plan for sequels because if this thing becomes a juggernaut like Spider-Man, then that's your meal ticket, baby. And then you just you know Iron Man four, Iron Man five. It's you know mm-hmm. yeah. he's alcoholic. He's he's a womanizer. He you know he's a woman. You fi- <laughs> yeah everything you know. So actually, didn't he just turn into a woman? That was the yeah. reference. He's, yeah. he's a female Ultron. Ultron. Yeah, right and the Ultron or is in, it uh, Aven- Mighty, Mighty Avengers, Avengers right? Yeah. So he's versatile. You know, those rich guys, they got money and lots of time on their hands. But you had some other news today. I think there was something about another show getting picked up. Oh, Garcia had one, I think. And this one's for Derek. Derek, if you're listening. Yes, apparently. I have we con- I don't, I haven't confirmed this. This is this is through Chris. So. It's unconfirmed. I saw it on uh, Zap to it where I get all my ratings that uh, we'll be seeing a second season of Studio 60. 
Hooray! Which makes everyone but me happy, I understand. But I'm looking forward to it. I just have a problem in general with Aaron Sorkin's shows since... I mean, I loved Sports Night. I hated The West Wing. I'm not a big Studio 60 fan. But you shut your mouth, Garcia. No, you shut your mouth, Lopez. I'll bust you back down to Monday Night Vespers. All I know is that Derek, if he's out there listening, is if this is true, he's dancing up and down with joy, doing an Irish jig, washing with Irish spring. He's doing it all. We should actually happy. wish Derek good luck or break a leg, yes, because uh, he's off doing the, the last Pirates minute. Pirates of Pansance, or what is last, it? Oh. Last minute the pirate movie. Mm. The pirate movie. He's doing last minute rehearsals right now for a show that breaks this weekend, and hopefully, is not going to make him cry like a little girl. You know, he's almost. You're almost there, Derek. You can do it, baby. You hold it. One more day. Feel the burn. Yes. If, if it doesn't kill you, it makes. It only you, makes you weak as a girl. Yeah, that was it. Just, just keep pushing on, my brother. But even that, Lon, yes. wasn't what I was trying to lead oh, you into. Oh, there was another show? Yeah, there was another show that you had mentioned earlier. Oh, is that a show or a movie? Uh, it was just announced today that uh, the Warner Brothers, W. I guess when it was when I said WB, I guess you think of the TV, uh, the, the television show or channel. Yeah, very but very, it, very rarely do we refer to a major motion picture studio as right. the, WB. the WB. Right. Okay. So sorry, that was my bad. Um, well, it doesn't exist anymore. The no, it's CW. Right. Uh, Warner Brothers, I guess, have picked up. But who the do rights. they wrestle with, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they have our good friends, the WWE SmackDown Yo. All right, we'll get to our wrestling segment in a second. <laughs> um, but no, Warner Brothers. I guess Frank Miller is hot in Hollywood. Um, so people are picking up his properties and signing him up for big deals. And it just was announced Warner Brothers picked up Ronin, his, uh, I guess, samurai, futuristic I'm gonna samurai. going to be Lon, Lon for a minute. Why, why do I want to watch Lo- Ronin? Well, here's the thing. I've only read Ronin once, and it was in like high school, and I had no idea what the heck was going on. Actually, I, I remember it quite uh, It had quite cool well. visuals. Maybe you can tell us about it. But I, I, um, <coughs> I picked up the graphic novel off my shelf the other day. Oh, okay. Well, so, so you'll it have was, that knowledge. So why would very, we? very uh, – it was like the beginning of the Miller style mm-hmm. that we, we see now. He was moving more to more starker inks, and uh, he moved off the Claus Jansen ink. Uh, but it Daredevil was it was stuff. more a visual thing, right? Because oh, I don't really remember it, the story. Uh, the, it's a future story. Uh, giant uh, installations, unstoppable, uh, semi sword wielding guy. Yada yada yada. Are lots of Asian? lots of things happening. Or, okay. So uh, yeah, lots of scenes in uh, sewers and stuff like okay, that. Okay, but it's essentially a fight the man kind of retribution. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be, uh, be a action pack. What I kind of remember, maybe you can correct me on this, is dystopian future. Wasn't it something like he was he was a Ronin samurai and that in the past, and then fights something like fights some demon or something, and then dies, but then is like reincarnated in the future or something or I don't know I didn't actually was read that? it again oh okay that sounds like Samurai Jack though that sounds yeah. actually more like Soulwind uh, Scott Morse fellow Santa Claren that's oh. true Steve what happens in Ronin do you know oh anybody anybody, anybody? read Ronin mm-hmm. fabulous uh, it was we'll great see. what happened in wow, it, was a long time ago, but it oh, see there we go Warner Brothers picked a good title clone. is it t- Okay. Oh yeah. We don't run back. Yeah. Actually, turn over there, isn't it? Yeah, but we're not gonna just get it in with a few flipped pages. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who or how they're gonna do it, but uh, they have found a director, and the, oh, the guy. The guy's name is. Um, I wrote it down. Sil Sylvian Sylvian White, and I think he directed the marginal hit "Stomp the Yard," which came out a couple months ago. Really? About the that's steppers? About the, the, that's yeah. about the uh, the group Stomp. Yeah, the, no, it's about the college tour. the college step teams. Yes, uh, this is a radio show, guys. Okay, <laughs> they're all stomping here, but yes. So we have an untested director. Handling one of well, I guess you shouldn't say untested, but I don't know. Stop the an untested based on an play. That's a test. <laughs> an untested <laughs> sci-fi director, let's say, doing one of Miller's most uh, visual 
kind of movies. But then again, look what Va- what Zack Snyder did with Three Hundred. You know, well, it depends on who. It literally depends on who he gets for director of photography. And if you get the right guy, you know, you're all set. Yeah, but then also, what? Who we? I mean, the main character we're gonna have to get the Rock. Know, well, we have to find some, we have to find a Japanese actor that can pull it off and the rock Keanu Reeves, I don't know, but so um did they say anything about it being uh, based on the Miller panel breakdowns? We got the whole Sin City thing going know. on. You know, that's kind of the trend it's been, but yeah. um cuz you know, you would figure maybe because like you said, we, none of us can really Why remember the, the story. Yeah. Successful? Was it a, No, I can't remember. Was that a like twelve issue super series or was it? I think it was a graphic novel. No, or was it, it, a it few? was it was serialized in was six? in like twelve issues or something. Okay. It was a fairly decently long story. Right, okay. maybe eight, eight, eight to twelve. Who put that out? Was that a Marvel or that DC? Was, DC, was that a DC yeah. book? Yeah. Well, that's that would explain Warner Brothers. Yeah, having it, so. having own own yeah. the property. <clears throat> so they're going back and mining that whole uh, that whole region of time. Probably Very smart play. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, now after three hundred was so huge. And, you know, even in the promotional commercials, it all said Frank, Frank Miller's Miller. 300. So now you do it. You know, he's becoming the next kind of like pseudo Stephen King, you know. Yeah, and but with more cred than Stephen King because the thing about King's books is they're usually, you know, they may not be fine art in anybody's eyes but mine, mm-hmm. but the uh, the movies are horrible compared sure. to them. Well, that's but Miller Miller is exercising so much control over yeah. the content and the production of it. Well, he's getting to be yeah. a better reputation. He's also got RoboCop two under his <laughs> belt, though. So uh, well, I don't you know. But then again, I have to point out you are not giving enough credit to the miniseries version of it, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. But you Tim know, Curry. but I'm just saying though. Here we have <laughs> here we have the case like a Stephen King where they're touting the author or creator, you know, with the project. You know okay. what I mean? Okay, I, I have to step up to Chris's challenge. Do okay. it. Two even better than it. Stephen King novels. The Lampineers. Come on. Or whatever. Christine. No, better than that. Better than Christine. Better than Christine. Okay, Stand by Me. Better than Stand the by Me. The Stand was good. I like the yep. Stand. Better than Stand by I Me. I like the Stand. Um, wow. You're not going to say maximum overdrive. I'm going to knock your socks off. Okay. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. The Shank. And The Green Mile. Eh, not yeah, so much. Not so much. Oh, The Green Mile. <laughs> the Green Mile is an... Uh, first off, yeah, okay. I'll disagree with you on the quality, and it is a it is a scene-for-scene scene reproduction of the... Of the uh, oh, really? Of the, of the novelization. Okay. That was done as a serial novel. They came out with it in, like... Six different books over over. A it was good. Weeks. I liked it. I just didn't think it was that fantastic. Okay. So yeah. I'll stay with Shawshank. 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 Shawshank yeah. Bravo. I will though say that the worst of everything he did, Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Close second though, Cujo. I recently yeah. rewatched it yeah. and Maximum Overdrive kicked ass with oh. Emilio Estevez. And then, and then you have <laughs> the, the total abomination, Hearts in Atlantis, Hearts in Atlantis. which <laughs> which is a story. Called the Low Men in Yellow Coats, which appears in a novel uh, in a collection of short stories called Hearts in Atlantis, named for an entirely different short story. <laughs> yes. So, and you know, are they are they actually now finally making the Dark Tower movies? They're, no, they're, they're making a comic book. They're making no, 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 they're, no they're, but they, remember, they've announced that they're going to do a miniseries. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it's oh, okay. just in pre-production talks yeah. right now. So, yeah. okay. My but, heart you know. will not stand it for me to get <laughs> totally involved in the potential that they're going to do this when it could die on the vine. Well, it always happens. Yeah, it's Hollywood. You know what yeah, I mean? Look wouldn't. what. Uh, there was also another thing today I read on uh, Ain't It Cool where there was reports that the new Die Hard movie is getting cut to be PG-13. And everybody oh, yeah. is up in arms. I, like I saw that. They're like, you got to be kidding me. All the diehards have been well, rated R action movies, right. and you're just going to try to get that extra dollar, and you're going to just make a movie crap. And it's going to be $1 extra they're going to make. Right, exactly. Well, what's shocking is that the, from what I understand, the first tests, the test screenings of late, have not gone well, and that the new diehard is going to quite possibly be a major bomb. Well, the trailers look kind of just okay, but, uh, oh, I mean, God. what were they thinking, though? It's like, I mean, we all know that, okay, we like John McClane. You do appreciate that they did not go anywhere with Major Bomb. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. <laughs> no, but uh, really, though, the only reason they're making Die Hard for is to make money. So it's not well, no, like any of us. It's a June theme. 
The June theme? The the May theme is all the threes, Shrek 3, Pirates 3, Spider-Man 3. The June theme is fours. Uh, wow. <laughs> I didn't think that was a connection. What was the other one? Oh, Fantastic Four? Fantastic Four. Well, you've got a whole list of the summer movies. Yeah, right? let's yes, talk yes, about summer. Well, wait a minute. Oh, I, wait. I, well, first, we're going to take a little break. We're going to do a little something special, and we're going to come back to Chris talking about the rest of your summer movie experience. Right, and this isn't stopping, so keep listening for the next thing, right? Because last time we broke it up and it stopped, so yes. you don't have to download another piece. Here Let's comes a going. special treat for you. Listen in. Okay, so we're sitting here. Where are we? We're at the uh, AMC in Milpitas for a uh, preview screening for Spider-Man 3. And who are we? Uh, I'm Michael Goodson. And I'm Rick Snyder. And we're just uh, and we're at the movies. We're at, <laughs> we're the Fanboy Planet Podcast Special Edition. Yes, we are. I've got the headphones on, so you can't hear how dynamic this is sounding. You're sounding quite dynamic. Do I? Do I sound macho? Do I you sound, sound you sound full like of you're energy? My this? ass. No, no. I, I'm very excited. Um, I, I I I haven't really liked the first and second Spider-Man because right. uh, I'm not a big fan of Tobey Maguire, and I'm not a big fan of Kirsten Dunst. So they, they've never really symbolized for me what Spider-Man is. But I'm excited enough about this story that I'm willing to put it aside and kind of get pumped up for Spider-Man 3. put your differences aside with the previous movies yes. and give them one last chance. One last chance. Here it is, baby. This is the last chance I'm not even given to Pirates of the Caribbean. I was done after the you're, first film. <laughs> you're not going to go see uh, Keith Richards? In Heck the, no. No? After you get your ten bucks? I'll, uh, I'll wait till it's Netflix shows up in my DVD box. Exactly, exactly. So it's about uh, about showtime, and they're about to make some announcements. So we'll come back after the movie and tell everybody what we thought, right? All righty. Okay. Bye. Okay. Two hours, 15 minutes later. Michael? Well, I, I said at the beginning of this that uh, I didn't like any of the other two Spider-Man films, and uh, I stand corrected. The third is excellent. I thought it was the uh, the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy, darker, much more of a character piece, and uh, it all worked for me. Oh, it was all it was all about the action. I mean, just the the it was happening in a molecular level. Yeah. Right. You had the suit. You had all the action with the suit. You start off with the suit going across the screen, and then the Sandman. Yeah. Oh man, that 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 spe- the special effects for his origin. Incredible. Just, it looked it looked like. Uh, high definition uh, screensaver, you know, where the particles come together and but form this great. Not only not only the special effect, but you got the pathos of this guy who's been transformed into yeah. sand, right? Absolutely. You, you see it in his face as he struggles to reassemble himself, and realization, my God, then it's all silent. And then they keep working it in again and again and again so well. Yeah. I mean, and Thomas Hayden Church. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, just you couldn't have drawn a character and yeah. made it flesh. The way they, they fit him into the, the yeah. Flint Marco character. Just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So uh, my, my other concern about the film that we discussed at the last podcast was uh, I was worried it would be like X-Men 3. There were so many characters that they said would be in the movie that there yeah. were so many plot lines that I thought it would really get all lost and, and kind of lose its meaning. But and that's the thing that's been getting in reviews, too. I mean, I've, I've read two, two now where they said, well, I kind of got lost with all the characters, but... I actually thought it worked great. I, I mean, thought it worked fabulous. They, they worked well together. They they came together in a logical fashion, and each one had time to develop, and we got a nice resolution. I was worried we weren't going to get a re- resolution to everything. No, it was it was totally comic book. I mean, we, we anybody who can follow a, a standard comic book can watch this movie, and you know. I will tell you though, I think that Venom once he becomes Venom is really going to scare the crap out of some people because he. Some people, some looking. little people, perhaps. Yes, little people. Not, not, not possibly uh, the uh, seven and under set, perhaps. Definitely. I mean, it, yeah. I know Derek's son was obsessed with it and wanted to know about the movie and wanted was interested in seeing it. I, I don't really think that this is, you know, an under ten or thirteen. I mean, that yeah. was that was some it, intense it's, stuff. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough when the the uh, well, not to do any spoilers, but you've seen this in the commercials with faces being ground up against yeah. walls and buses and buildings and. Yeah, it's 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 pretty violent. Again, though, for me, loved it. Loved oh, yeah. every minute of it. Loved the way Venom moved. Loved the way. Yeah. Did you love Topher the Saturday the- Night Fever homage? <laughs> I did. That was excellent. The too. black suit. The black suit. You pointed it out. 
Excellent. It, it, it reminded me so much of like a Crispin Glover weird character, just dark and moving down the streets of New York, and it was it was good fun. And fun. the way they, they move his hair about, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the now audience we, did laugh a few times when they'd see him with the goofy hair, like, oh, he's got the evil hair on. Evil hair. <laughs> evil hair Parker. He'll be the action figure. That'll be the, uh, the rare one. <laughs> so... You know, met all expectations. Certainly from a from a 33-year-old standpoint, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I look forward to 4, 5, 6 now. Yep, and, uh, you know, what about uh, Bryce Dallas Howard? Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, perfect Gwen Stacy. Perfect Gwen Stacy. Loved her, felt her character, felt her emotional beats. Yeah. All worked very And well. Topher Grace, uh, no bottom is Brock, yeah. the bottom is the, the photographer, the competitor bottom is Parker. Yeah. And, and again, that plot line worked really well. I know sometimes when they're they're translating the origins of, uh, of a character from a comic book to a movie, it doesn't work well. Totally made sense for him to hate Parker, and uh, and it made sense for Parker to betray him at that time. Yeah, yeah, and it was helped along by uh, you know. Well, we we shouldn't do too many spoilers. Sure. Yeah. All right, go see it. We loved it. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. We're That's probably the trademarked. We're uh, in the theater. We're two in the second row. Fanboy nerds up. <laughs> Something. <laughs> And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Bye-bye. Okay, we're back. Awesome. That was great. I love the middle part. Okay, thank you. Yeah, the sound quality on that was a little was very good. Yeah. So, we're back now, and we have Chris Garcia, our guest this evening. It's the Chris Garcia Summer Movie <laughs> Preview. I Try to set that up. Part two. Yeah, <laughs> yes. totally wrong on that one. Mm. Well, I mean, we're, we're entering into, this is, Spider-Man officially announces the summer movie season. It's like Groundhog Officially Day. announces, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah exactly. And, when uh, Spider-Man comes out, you know it's summer shadow, movie time. Three more good so movies. So Spider-Man this Friday, probably, I'm saying it's going to finish as either the number two or maybe the number oh, one top grossing domestic film of all time. I'm All time? All time. Or just the and summer. number one right now? All time. Right now, it is, I believe, $700 million for Titanic. I thought Titanic got up. Well, I could be wrong. I think it's it's, it's way up I thought there. Spider-Man did like a bill. I thought Spider-Man yeah. 1 is like. Internationally. Uh, who, so you're talking first weekend yeah, US. Yeah, first. I'm talking, I think it's going to be the number one U.S. release of all I've, time. I predict it's going to be the movie of the summer. It is going to be the those, biggest moneymaker. Those numbers yeah. always get inflated, though, because... Ticket prices, Ticket prices are more out. expensive. So yeah, wow. so it's still. But know, what are we Spidey's need to count butts and seats? We yeah. did a bis. Uh, nothing will ever number. come close then to uh, that movie from the '30s. Eight Legged Freaks. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Eight Legged Freak, great film. Uh, um, Gone that, with the Wind. Gone, that Gone that with movie the wind. from the '30s. Uh, it sold 30s? something like 300 million seats. Wow. <clears throat> For one sitting? Wow. <laughs> yeah, big theaters back then. I was going to say. <laughs> it was all of Appomattox. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> of course, after that, we've got Shrek 3. Well, who's yeah? Who who's going to face Spidey in this summer? Knockdown. Summer knockdown, dragdown. I think the big one's going to... You've got Shrek 3, I think, is going to come close just because of running time. Everything <laughs> else is two and a half, three hours long. You get 80 minutes for Shrek 3. You know what I'm wondering, though? And okay. it's got a huge following. All the kids that loved Shrek... They're all grown up now. You know what I mean? Like, you think they're going to be as into Shrek? You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, it kids played still to the love parent Shrek. Audience okay. Too. Well, you know the parents are going to drag their kids back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the older kids... <laughs> no, Dad, I don't want to see Shrek. No, no Shrek's see stupid. I want to see Spider-Man. You know well, what I mean? One, so, I want to see Grindhouse again. <laughs> well, Pirates... Okay, now here's your thing. Built-in audience. Built-in audience? I never saw the second one, but didn't the second one kind of burn some people? Like, oh, it had a cliffhanger ending. Well, it had a, it had cliffhanger, a cliffhanger ending. ending. Um, so did The Matrix Reloaded, or whatever that huge, movie was. It did huge money. Mm-hmm. It will, I think, still do huge money. It might be the third biggest movie of the summer, maybe fourth. Um, the one problem it has is always is length, but everyone is talking about the same thing. Length's never a problem for me. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, yeah. the, big, the big thing is I like long movies. People want to see Jeffrey Rush. People want to see... Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. People, people really, want to see... Uh, Johnny... Guy, Orlando Bloom. Johnny Depp. Orlando Bloom. But the big one, of course, is... Keith Not Richards. Keith Richards is the oh, big name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keith Richards in the movie. The other one, actually, that I think will do, and I'd completely forgotten that this was coming out, 
was Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. The oh, Harry Potter? Um, which... I'm just going to do... Uh, I think it's going to be helped. <laughs> impressions for all of them. What? I think Harry Potter is going to be helped. You can do impressions because we haven't got clips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Let's now look at a clip from Harry Potter. Oh, I'm Harry Potter. Harry, look out. Harry, I wave my magic wand. Harry, look out. I Okay, so Harry Potter and Order of the Phoenix, which is being, I think, helped by the fact that the new book is coming out. Ah, yes. So the I new book is called... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Ooh, sounds spooky. Spooky. It's the final one. I think it's going to be... One of the top three movies of the summer. I really do. It's going to be like an entirely quiet first month of June because every every kid out of school is going to be reading (laughs) that book. Yes. But, of course, you have Die Hard 4 coming out, which we already touched on. Rush Hour 3. When's that come out? Do we know? Uh, That comes out in July. Or, no, that comes out the first week in August, actually. Are those guys still alive? Vaguely. Chris Tucker hasn't done a movie since Rush Hour 2. Pretty much. I think that movie's going to surprisingly not do well. No, I think it's going to pretty much flop. Uh, Another one that I think is going to do very poorly. going straight to videotape. Ratatouille. Uh, the next Pixar film. You think it's going to do poorly? I think it's going to do pretty well. Poorly. Who wants yeah. to see rats? Really? Honestly, I mean, that's gross. Well, no. What it comes down to is flushed fact, away, bombed. Right? Come flushed on, away, bombed. It's the rat eating movie. It's up against whenever they release a Pixar film in close. Why don't they just do cockroaches by Pixar? Yeah. I mean, nobody wants oh, to watch dung that. beetles. Watch that. Yeah. Dung beetles are fun. Mm-hmm. I want dung beetles. The, the rolling the ball down the hill. <laughs> Pixar presents <laughs> sell them by scabies. The <laughs> yeah. Um, I also don't think that Transformers is going to meet expectations. Oh, really? You know what's funny is? That's going to be disappointing. I am not hyped for that movie. I just think it looks dumb. But I've heard a lot of, like, females I know have said to me, oh, I can't wait to see Transformers. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? Like, no, I love Transformers. the Maximus Prime. I guess so. I have no, I don't know. That's totally euphemism. Yeah, totally. I I bet. (laughs) And of course, yeah. Well, wasn't it Optimus Prime? Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Prime. Anyway, the film that I am least looking forward to Optimus. this summer: Fantastic Four: The Rise of the Surfer. Well, I am going to debate you on that because okay. I point just, counterpoint. I just saw the new trailer online that actually showed a lot of the film, and it actually looks pretty cool. I am like starting to to get interest for this movie. Because they showed a lot more Silver Surfer, a lot more... They showed the Fantasticar breaking apart, which looked awesome. Um, it, Silver Surfer, they actually showed him talking, which looked for, pretty for cool. For the fans at home who aren't aware of this, the Fantasticar is supposed to break apart. Right, yes. It is a sectional car that breaks off into it's not like sections. <laughs> and, it's, it's not like your 88 Volvo. Right. <laughs> yes, but I, I still say that... And it's Dodge, I think. Dodge did it. The original... The first Fantastic Four movie. Uh, Not that the, good. Hated it. Yeah, I thought it was absolutely the worst movie of that year. Yawn sure. fest. Well, but yeah. who knows? Sequels could, you know, maybe they learned their lesson and uh, yeah. did something good. We'll I never know. The, the, the worst part was the casting. And, you know, with the guy with the unpronounceable Ye- Welsh name. Yoan. Yoan. Yoan Griffin. 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 That Griffin, guy. Griffin. Griffin. Uh, I think he's the only one in there who's properly cast. Okay, Michael Chiklis. But Michael Chiklis was. Hey, hey, the only I'm problem with Chiklis oh. is he's short. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he got travel size thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love. I love on the Fantastic Four. Everybody's taller than their biggest member. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Even like Sue Storm, he's looking yeah, up to Sue Storm. Fix that in Lord of the Rings. Couldn't they have done that? <laughs> they should have had uh, Michael. What's his name? Michael Chiklis be uh, Puck. In the Alpha Flight go. movie. Excellent <laughs> casting. Excellent. Yeah. Now, of course, we also have some smaller films coming out. Uh, what I think are going to be the two that will battle for the worst film of the summer. Oh, give it to me, Daddy. Bug. What's Bug? It's a horror film uh, in which it's basically your standard, uh, oh, no, there's like the bug that chooses people and then they die and then kill things. And it's going to be awful. The other one is one that actually I have friends who are really excited to see. Georgia Rule. So the one with Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan, hmm. Felicity Huffman, and Jane Fonda. Oh. Um, I haven't even heard of it. I just heard Lindsay Lohan's in it. Yeah. That, having seen the preview alone, made all the testosterone in my body flee. <laughs> I, I don't do a Lindsay Lohan, but I'll just, I'll try. Hi, I'm Lindsay do, Lohan. Did you have all traveling right, you pants at that yeah. point? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> You know what I think movie is going to blow up, and you have it on your list? I do. I think it's going to be the biggest comedy of the summer, just from watching the previews alone. Super bad. Super bad. 
uh, Michael Sarah from Arrested Development. Michael Sarah, the comic genius George Michael from Arrested Development, and the other kid who it's a shame I don't know his name because he's been in a couple good comedies, and I, he has so much potential to be a really good star. But the other kid um, <laughs> are in this movie super bad. I don't. I, it says from the producers of Forty Year Old Virgin and and yeah something else and uh, old school. No, it wasn't old. Maybe old school. I don't know, yeah. but. It's in that same vein. I predict it's going to be the summer's old school. Yeah, it's a summer. It's a summer high school movie. Yeah, teen teen high school. Yeah. You know, party movie. And we are sort of on the downward slope of the teen film, but but this, this one looks like a smart this looks like one. It's much smarter. Yeah, this and isn't like an exploitive one. It looks like it's actually trying to, you know, in a way that like say Judd Apatow, who did Forty Year Old Virgin, <laughs> did with like Freaks and Geeks. You know, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, high school drama. I mean, you know, taking that same sensibility and putting it into, you know, hopefully a, another cool teenage movie, they'll have some stuff. Plus, it has, you know, features roles from Seth Rogen, yeah. who is in Four Year Old Virgin, and Bill Hader from Santa, uh, San Jose, Saturday Night Live, <laughs> um, one of the standouts. So I, it has a lot of potential. And that brings up another film that's coming out this summer, Knocked Up. Yes. Uh, Catherine Heigl. That's actually a Judd uh, Apatow one, Judd, I think. Judd Apatow movie. But that uh, one I'm not as excited for because it looks romantic comedy vein. Which I, I like a good romantic comedy. Yeah. But what's interesting is that the the cast alone, I mean, you have Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is good in whatever he does. One of the funniest men I've ever seen. And in that movie, The Ten, that I saw at Sonoma, that's, which is also coming out this summer. Oh, you know what else is coming out? Which I'm not really looking forward to on a watching point of view, but... Uh, the new Adam Sandler movie. Anybody know what the name is? Oh, it's like yeah. I now pronounce you uh, Larry Chuck and, and or, Chuck and Larry or Chuck something. And Larry, yeah. yeah, that's it. Okay, that movie looks lame, but it's got Jessica Biel in it. It's got Jessica in Biel. her underwear, and so I will be there. Yeah, and Dan Aykroyd for a matinee, maybe. Oh, Dan. And cool. Dan Aykroyd's in it. Uh, it's. I don't think Kevin be, James. Kevin James, who I despise. What? I think He's King funny. Queen, I think King of Queens is one of the worst films ever made. TV shows. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> get your facts straight. No, yeah. I like Kevin James. Kevin, if you're listening, big fan. Yeah. Okay. And uh, if you're listening, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so I think we're going to look at a good summer. I, I got a good summer movie. I did not do my traditional thing and check out who uh, all the members of the current Saturday Night Live cast. Seems like every summer. There's an explosion movie. I know that Kristen Wiig is in Knocked Up. Uh, Bill Hader is in Super Bad. Molly Shannon just do like a dramatic movie recently? Is anybody? It's coming out because I know she's hosting Saturday Night Live. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, this week, I think. Yeah, but from what I hear, it's terrible. Well, but, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. But yeah, uh, sadly. Nora the, Dunn Nora is in it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but sadly, I don't know of any films starring Sudeikis or. Uh, Andy Sandberg. Sandberg actually is doing a movie, but it's not this summer. He's doing a movie like being a stuntman or something like that. I don't know. Nice. He's going to blow up. Yeah. Anyways, anything else for the summer movie preview? It's going to be, it's arguably the biggest summer ever, I think. The biggest summer ever? Ever. There's Bigger I, than Star Wars? Star Wars had one Bigger than E.T.? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think we legitimately have a chance to see five movies break the $200 million range. Okay. Maybe even Good more. call. Good call. Yeah. I think we could see three movies break to three hundred. So what? Million so what you're range. saying is basically then this summer people is going will be defaulting on their rent and mortgage payments to buy <laughs> gasoline and go to movies. Maybe mm-hmm. or take the bus and save th- that gas money. But so what you're saying, Chris, is this summer we're going to have a battle royale of movies oh, fighting, fighting or wrestling for your your movie going dollar. Is that correct? Um, before you go with your segue. <laughs> <laughs> Yet I another forgot, victim. I and forgot to mention premature what, segue. What will one hundred percent be the worst film of perhaps all time? Mm-hmm. And we're talking DJ Qualls, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, Delta oh. Farce. Delta Farce. Well, I'm going to have to disqualify that movie <laughs> because it got counted out. Oh, you made oh, the joke. Yes, I and I got the segue back. So, anyways, but speaking of counting out. And disqualifying, Chris is here. That was foul. To talk about <laughs> wrestling for our good wrestling fans out there, especially little Mikey Wegger out in Canada. Uh, Chris, give us the update. What do you know? Hello, wrestling fans. Well, I've always wanted to do Adam, that. you want to jump in here? <laughs> oh no, wait get in here, Adam. Okay, okay the, the 
We have uh, Adam has to make an appearance now. Otherwise, we will leave this in the podcast, calling him out as a little girl who won't get on the mic. <laughs> Perfect. So he's coming to the microphone now. Here comes Adam. I don't know Adam's Adam last name. Adam is arriving. Adam just needs theme music Doesn't as matter. he approaches oh. the microphone. Bum, 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 bum. No, we're going to play the, the game. Adam, put the headphones on. The put the headphones on. Get well, in the game. Let's say the first thing. Okay. All right, yeah, Chris, start us off, and then Adam can jump in in a second. Let Adam Go say ahead. hello to the family. Yes, yes hello. hello. Okay, so Adam called me out last time over the fact that I do not as much appreciate TNA as I do the WWE. You said that last time. No, I said that there are WWE is just not really the TNA is an up and comer. I never said that. Okay, I can see what you're saying. Good. All right, talk to us, Chris. TNA did a pay per view a couple weeks back. Lockdown. Lockdown. All cage matches. All crap. Really? Um, it was a very bad pay-per-view. Even the main event was horrible. Even the main event was terrible. Well, what was the main was event terrible. for people out there? Team was Angle Team Angle versus, versus Team, Team Cage. Cage. It was uh, like Christian Steiner, Cage. Steiner, Abyss. Um, uh, Steiner, Abyss, Kurt Angle. No, no, Kurt Angle was on. Uh, was on Team Angle. Oh, yeah. With Sting. So what? So what made it terrible? Why was it a terrible it was, match? It was. I wouldn't say it was terrible. I Wait, was, first of all, what was up for grabs? Was this a title thing or was um, nothing? Nothing. Nothing was up for grabs. It was just sort of like you know, ooh, I'm good. No, I'm better. Um, but let's fight in a cage. A cage. <laughs> but the best part of it had to have been the fact that we got Jeff Jarrett back. Oh, thank God! And, yeah, because we've been missing him. And apparently, he's good. Yeah, and he's a good guy now. Yes, Jeff Jarrett. Woo! He's somebody's friend. Wow. Oh, and of course, uh, Scott Steiner. Big uh, Papa did, Pump? Yeah, actually did a Frankensteiner. What? He hadn't yes. done one for about eight years. It was great to see, finally. We, could, we didn't think he could jump that high. Yeah, anymore. I didn't think he could do you know what I like? muscle naps. You know what I like about the Big Papa muscle. Pump? Hmm. He's my hookup. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> I hear him. Okay. Holla um, if you hear him. Of course, otherwise, TNA has been sucking up. Uh, how's the, how's the, how's the TV under, version of it been going? They underutilized Samoa Joe. They underutilized Samoa Joe. Probably their best their best character right Who's now. Who's getting the biggest push? Christian Cage. Christian really? Cage. And Sting. And Sting. Angle to a lesser degree. I heard Angle got hurt. I think I read in one of your Angle's columns. Angle's always hurt. Angle's hurt a little bit, but not that bad. Who okay. is really hurt right now, sadly, is The Undertaker. <gasps> yes. Um, Undertaker tore his bicep. That was a great match. It was a great match. Their pay-per-view last week on Sunday. What was it? Blacklash? Or uh, Backlash. Backlash, yes. okay. Um, Close enough. Blacklash, wasn't he a comic character? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, the the whip of Compton I think he was called, um, but uh, yeah. it was a. <laughs> have, you, have you noticed though that the we WWE got the graphic novel uh, right over yeah. here? <laughs> the WWE is starting. They're no longer doing the uh, the uh, brand only pay per views. No, and that's that's something that is I think working. Yes, is, uh, the last pay per view, a solid undercard, bunch of ten and fifteen minute matches. The women's match was good. Molina versus. Uh, Mickey James. They should get rid of the women's title. Uh, they should just get rid of the women wrestlers. No, unless they're Malia. good. You need you need to look. You need people to look at. Yeah. No, and I don't get, mind the divas. Get, you know, getting those lingerie matches. They're no, I just don't mind the wrestling. When they try to actually fight for real, it looks oh, you're, pretty you're bad. About, you're talking about Victoria. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I think one of the big things is that we got an incredible secondary main event of Batista versus the Undertaker. Where the Undertaker, which ended in how did he tear combat. his bicep? Do we know? It was before, actually. Was it before? And he in the gym it? or something? Well, or yeah. it, they really never said how it happened, mm-hmm. but he basically did that main event injured with a torn bicep. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, he is and the it, dead it man. Basically, said that at the end of the match, it muscle the the bicep looked rolled Completely rolled from off. The bone. Yeah. Um, uh. Just like Triple H when he tore his quad. That's great entertainment. Yeah. Yikes. But the main event... And they say wrestling's fake. fake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was well, a four-way I just, match. I just want to go back to uh, the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the um, the winner of the Royal Rumble got to be the main event at WrestleMania. Yeah, what's up How with come, that? Um, the Undertaker-Batista match was a mid-card. It was technically a main event, as was the tradition. They... Started with WCW when they yeah. had to give a main event to the Kiss Phantom, yeah, and they I, had it at the very but, first match. That a main oh, event. Man, they, they, should, they should this. never have had the, the women's title match after the Batista Undertaker <laughs> match. Did. It was that was the second match. Um, no, no, that was that was just no. Yeah, they the did have the event. women's title. That was but that's, oh, oh yeah, okay. But they put that right. in for pacing. That's all. That's yeah. only to give you know them all to but set I, up for the the next match. But back to WrestleMania just for a second. I thought the Undertaker, um, besides the Money in the Bank match, 
I thought the Undertaker Houston match was far and away the standout match of WrestleMania. I really, would say really wasn't Cena Michael. I wasn't too fond of that. It took way too long. It took a while. Especially the hour that they had just last week. Oh no, god, that was a great match. It was great, but you know, unless it's an Iron Man match where you know like you can actually get a fall. Yeah, you, can, you can give a fall away here or there. Right, but to, to, to respond to Adam's question, though, the reason why it wasn't the main event match is because John Cena's your boy, and he's selling the most merch, and well, he's, you I, know... I understand that, but... And it's the, like, you got to put him last, so. But to have a bunch, like, uh, some lower-tier matches behind, or in front, or before, well, after the Undertaker match, it's like, come on. Well, here's the other thing, though, too. Remember the old days of WrestleMania when they put all the big matches at the very end? Yeah. It made for a long, kind of dull WrestleMania. So maybe they're trying something, you know, programming-wise to just go, hey, we'll give you an awesome match in the first hour or whatever it was. And that way it spreads well, out a little more of the entertainment. It makes well, it a little well, more watchable. WrestleMania 3, a yeah, perfect example where they still had the intermissions. Yeah. And they put on Savage versus Steamboat, the greatest WWF match until uh, Heart versus Heart in 94. And that was... Heart you know, versus Heart. Wasn't that a show with, like, Robert Wagner or something? No. And... Don't make me throw you. Oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, um, Stephanie Zimbalist, or no, that was somebody else. Definitely, no, that was a uh, Remington okay, Steel. Let's get back right. to, oh, okay. to back, let's get back to backlash. Yeah, that guest is bringing us back <laughs> oh, to topic. Sorry, but uh, no, the main event was Edge versus Randy Orton versus John Cena versus Shawn, Shawn, Michaels. Shawn Michaels, which was a fantastic I match. S- I still understand how Edge wheeled wheeled his way into that match. <laughs> wow, well, Edge is a good is good on the mic. He's, he's great on the mic. He's good on the mic, but you know he's gotta have talkers. He got injured. At WrestleMania. Yeah. That was funny. To see. That was very funny. But you know what? I think we're looking at a time where John Cena is the golden boy. He's not quite Hogan. Yeah. He may be not quite Ultimate Warrior. Well, I think what they're doing is they're trying to build his rep. Basically, they, they put him against... I mean, it's, it's classic storytelling. You put your hero against all these un, insurmountable odds, and you think he's going to lose to Michaels. You think he's going to lose in this four-way. And he somehow manages, you know, triumphantly to keep the belt and win the match. So they're building his lore right now. And who's he up against next? The great Kali. Is he really? Yeah, they well, are. That's going to be a they're, terrible match. They're, um, they're foreshadowing that. But basically, the Kali took everybody else out at the end of Raw last Monday. And then... And it came out and... Tr- kick the crap out of John Cena. The only reason that you do that match is so you can get the visual of the FU mm-hmm. onto the great Kali. Right, but can they build a big program with those guys? No. Honestly, no, because okay. Kali can't talk. What's the next pay-per-view? Cena's how, how, not good enough. How far away is that? Uh, I think three <laughs> Does Kali have a manager to speak for him? No. Navari has gone away. Yeah, he's been gone for a while. Basically, he's still on the roster. He's mm. still there. He does... He's kind of in the cruiserweight division right now. Is he? They, they need of, to bring they, back they like kind of slick. The cruiserweight division. They need to bring back Slick, who's been showing up every now and then. On well, he ECW. should be managing. Well, I mean, because remember the good old days when like Andre couldn't really talk on the mic, but they had, he had Bobby the Wait, Brain. I Heenan, think I can do my know? Andre imitation. Oh, hello, Darn. <laughs> Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, that was all he did. Yeah. What? What about um, ECW now with the, uh, with Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon as a oh, champion. did he win? Yes. Well, well he beat well, Lashley. Well, it's kind of it's kind of difficult for Lashley to win when he got three people to go up against. Yeah, it was Umaga, Shane, and so it, plus so apparently wait. Lashley's injured. Yes, again. So um, Vince is the ECW champion. Yeah. Well, te- technically, they're for some reason they're all the champions. Rob Van Dam is supposed to take on McMahon, which I, but somehow I find Umaga just stepping in instead. Yeah, but the problem, of course, being that Rob Van Dam has left the WWE. What? Yeah, he's, he's, um, not, he's, he's not resigning. He's not resigning. He is leaving for uh, probably TNA or even more probably Japan and TNA. Yeah. Why wouldn't he stay with WWE? The problem is, and it's, he's <coughs> actually got a very good reason. Uh, one, it's just not fun anymore, and he said that more than once. Because they won't let him <laughs> toke up. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, and then the drug. I bet you the drug thing. That's I mean, probably a big part of it, but you know, he's like, "Hey, man, ECW I just want to get high and wrestle." ECW Come is on. a shadow of what it used to be. Absolutely. If you want ECW, go buy the ECW DVD, oh, the yes. Rise and Fall of ECW, or the, even the uh, the bloodiest matches, or the bloodiest which matches, is a great DVD, yeah. two-part DVD, so violent. Yeah, the, that's why it was there. The mm-hmm. best match in the his- that I'd ever seen live, uh, up until that point, was getting to see my man Sabu. Take on Rob Van Dam in the ECW arena. 
Yeah. Excellent. All right. Before we move on here, any other uh, final news and notes we need to know what's going on? Of course. The other thing is that we've got the big June 2nd show down in the L.A. Coliseum, 90,000 seats, the return of Brock Lesnar, this time as a mixed martial artist. What? He's actually been doing yep. not that bad. He's been studying. Wait, is he coming back to WWE? This is all mixed martial arts. Yeah, stuff. he's going to mixed martial arts. What's what league is uh, he going to be in? The Heroes promotion. What's the Heroes promotion? Uh, they're huge in Japan, and there's a lot of groups that are uh, strike force from here in San Jose. Uh, so it's not Pride, it's not UFC, it's not no, IFL. It's a third one. Interesting. Well, IFL is a third one. I think it's IFL third, is It's actually, a third or fourth party. Or fourth, yeah. It's basically it's a com- conglomeration of all the smaller ones. They're calling it the fastest growing sport, mixed Gina martial Carano, arts. The, the incredibly hot Gina Carano. The, uh, it's also the shortest sport. That's true. <laughs> the, woman, the woman who had the best fight of the year, as far as I'm concerned, uh, is going to be having a fight there, I think, so... Did, did you see the? You saw the um, the Bodog pay per view. I did see the Bodog pay per view. Did you ever think Lindland stood a chance against no. Emilienko? No, no. The, Wait, who beat Emilienko? Nobody. No way. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, nobody beats Fido and Emilienko. Well, actually, if you for, if you look on Wikipedia, he's actually lost recently, but it was to a Japanese guy. That, yeah, and um, no one's ever made a big deal of it. Tem- Tamura? But, but that was like four well, years he's ago. An or something. He hasn't lost in who knows how long. Yeah. He's, he's he, a, he has like two losses, but that was early in his career. And he's okay. just, this is, I, I just got a phone call from Derek, okay. and he wants to know um, why are we still here? Why are we still doing wrestling? No, oh, uh, <laughs> I actually want to know. Are we so, live? so Netflix, I need to put the bloodiest wrestling matches uh, ever. ECW bloodiest matches. Ra- not ever, so that's a yep. consumer tip for your Netflix, <laughs> Netflix lip in list is uh, your cue. Yeah, in, your cue. Uh, and how many discs is that? How many weeks is it going to take? That's two discs, I think. Two discs. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good. good I remember stuff. back when, I, when they actually showed one or two matches of ECW like live. Yes. I forget if it was like, like on T. It was on T N N. It was on T N N back when back it was when, before it became Spike. Before, before uh, back when Paulie Paulie owned it, mm-hmm. and I saw that and I was just like, wow, this is going to beat WWE. <laughs> there you go. Then it died. All right. Well, Adam, was, thank you again for jumping on the mic. We really appreciate See, it. See, Adam, you're really... natural. You did great. You did fine. Yeah. You've been doing awesome. this. I've taken this part. Of, I'm taking the spot of Andy. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, who's never here, so Hellblazer. Boy, you, thank you. You just raised the bar. <laughs> Good he stuff. just said Hellblazer, didn't he? Yes, he, did. he did. Well, and thank it, you, Chris, for the wrestling update. Speaking of uh, exciting, action-packed TV shows. We had a good one this week, right, right, Rick? We did, Monday night. Was we got to see the total ripoff of Days of Future Past. <laughs> but yes. well done. If Yeah, if anybody was confused about what comic Heroes was ripping off, we now know they stole from the X-Men. But it's yes. okay. Flattery is the sincerest, or what is it? No, imitation, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. But uh, Heroes had a very kick-ass. We got, Adam is back on Adam the mic. Adam is back on the mic. Did um, you watch Heroes? No. No. We're, we're, I'm kind of mad for another reason about oh, Fox. Oh, he's, he's mad. Oh, he's mad at Fox. They took away Drive. Uh, uh, drive is not... Drive got canceled. It, they got oh, canceled. They only have like three more episodes left, and they're not showing it in the summertime. Are they going to wrap it up? Does it <laughs> Probably not. Okay, they're it's just jo- a race. You can say, jo- and you're done. They're in Georgia, and there's three episodes left. I don't think they're going to finish a cross-country race in that time. Yeah, Tim Maneer hasn't been doing a, doing really great when he gets shows other than Buffy or Angel. But that, that yeah. was such a great show. It was a fun show, I have to admit. I like you the, can't go wrong with Nathan Fillion. The any, special effects were really, really good. I mean, and I love, that's probably why. I love that Challenger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that, that's not his car. Though. I had a I had a Dodge Challenger, 1970 Dodge Challenger 383. Oh, nice. The car that makes me drool more than anything, and you see it, I think, in one of the uh, uh, Fast and Furious things that had a 63 Impala mm, lowered, nice. and that car, that'll hurt me. And yeah. speaking of Impalas, Heroes <laughs> had an Impala in it. At one point in time, I don't remember oh, last week, but um, <laughs> so heroes, we got to see the uh, episode five years later. Well, here's the thing: I was trying to explain to my nephew, uh, a younger viewer. Hi, Jake. If you're listening, he won't be. Um, but basically, I said essentially what this episode was was all of the characters um, who survived. Well, yes, who survived, but basically all their potential finally revealed or you know uh, fulfilled you know what i so mean so jessica her potential is to be a stripper <laughs> well no but basically everybody's now 5 years further in right 
and they've all got a you know a grip of their powers. They're all you know, you know, living in an oppressive fascist. Uh, sure, government. but basically what it what I mean though is just you know all their you know instead of them going what's happening to me now they're all like okay you know like when Hero goes yeah. you want to stop time this time and he's like no I haven't had a fight and no, I haven't had Too a good long. fight in you know a right. couple weeks or something like that. You know what I mean? It's basically we're seeing these heroes as actually heroes instead of them fully like, matured, right? Realized. Fully, p- fully realized was yeah. the word I was looking for. Yeah. So, and I thought that was fantastic. And you know, the guy who plays Hero, what's his name? Like Mats Matsu or I don't anybody? know. I'm not going to scramble it. The scene where he's going, I scare me. Right. Right. <laughs> you talk to him. I, I, yeah. I scare me. Well, that was just a. I, I noticed them all. Oh, that's just a plot device so that, you know, they can get the actors in the same scene and not have to do go back and forth. You know. Yeah. Oh, every week the show just keeps getting better and better. I trashed it in the beginning. I will wholeheartedly admit, and it's grown on me. And Heroes is now a total fanboy. Awesome moments. The moment yeah. where the the rescue of uh, past hero mm-hmm. by, when he goes, by Peter. <laughs> yeah. Or how about when he goes, he goes, future me, he good guy now. You know what I mean? He's like, he was about to kill Mohinder or whatever. And he goes, no, future me, stop, he good guy now. So it was like, you know, just it brings a classic, you know, kind of uh, feel back to it. And it's a really, you know, and I think if anything, you know, it's a total fanboy, you know, comic TV show. And, oh, yeah. and people are, you know, responding to it. So oh, the, scene really where, cool. the scene where, uh, where Suresh, uh, no, not Suresh, uh, What's it? Siler. Siler. Siler as Nathan mm-hmm. launches into the sky. Right. And you see that pu- that circle puff of smoke when right, it changes right. direction up there. Where this is a 45-degree angle change in velocity. Right, right. Awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. There's, what, three more, four more episodes left? I think there's three. Three, three more episodes for the final chapter. And they, I, I believe I read, I think, in Wizard, where they said we are going to... They're going to wrap. They're wrapping uh, like a graphic novel. It's mm-hmm. going to wrap at the end of the season, and they'll have another story next right. season with some other characters. And well, what I think they're going to do is they're going to figure. This is my prediction. I figure they're going to resolve the bomb thing, and end that. But then what they're going to do is next year is going to be versus the company. And next year is going to be a thing called Fifty Two. Well, yeah, no. that too. But <laughs> well, you know what I mean because they opened up all these things about the. You know, there's all. There's been these people in the past. Like what's the guy's name? Uh, Linderman. Yeah. You know, Linderman. Oh, yeah, you got Linderman. Uh, so you have this cabal of all these people kind of running the show. So I think next year's arc will deal with... They're going to tell the... The conspiracy the silver or whatever. Age. Yeah. And, and there's so much potential on that. What's also very interesting is that we're seeing also... Now we're in sweeps officially. Yeah. Uh, so everything is back. We're seeing Lost, which I've given up on. And I'm interested in again. Uh, of course, Grey's Anatomy's. Now you gave up on it. Do you mean you stopped watching I stopped it, or are you watching just stopping? It. Okay. I stopped. I stopped being. I stopped watching it, and then I stopped being interested. When? Uh, right around the middle of season two. Oh, okay. And then I got back into it a little bit around the beginning of this season. Lost interest. Uh, got back with the past couple ish episodes, and I have to admit, it's one of the better one of the better shows again. Yeah. Um, of course, Grey's Anatomy is blowing up all over the place. Well, uh, that's not really a big fanboy. You'd be surprised. Thing, so everyone watches that. But uh, the big, of course, the big news for sweeps is Dancing with the Stars. Who's going to win? And it, <laughs> is it's, John Ratzenberger still Ratzenberger's in that show? Ratzenberger's gone now. Okay, but because uh, that would be science fiction. That would be awesome. <laughs> but no, Ian Ziering. I'm sorry, Ian, uh, still in there, and that. <laughs> Venom. And that's key. I guess he was a big. Venom uh, came back. He was a big nine hundred two one zero fan. Yeah, I guess. he absolutely loved Luke Perry. Um, but yeah, so we're we're gonna get some good TV in the next few weeks. Well, it is May sweeps, and mm-hmm. hey, Conan O'Brien's in San Francisco, mm-hmm. yeah. and Doctor Who is in England, and don't do anything <laughs> illegal. And Fu Manchu's in China. I don't. Know. Yeah. Did yeah. you did uh, another fanboy moment? Did you? See, is anybody watching? Thank God you're here. Okay. No, I'm did you see the one with George Takei in it? No. no. George Takei and Shannon Elizabeth. <laughs> and if you have a chance to watch it in repeats or you can get it off of one of those... Uh, one, of those sh- one of those things. things <laughs> uh, there, is a, there is... I will go out on a limb and say the, the, they do a mass scene with all of them in the same scene at the end. It turned into an orgy. Nice. <laughs> it turned into an orgy with, uh, at, at one point, George Takei and Shannon Elizabeth... Uh, basically mauling another another actor. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How did Shannon Elizabeth do with the improv? Uh, not very good with the improv, but she was the highlight of the show. Oh, yeah. I bet. Well, she 
she, I think, did an episode of Wild and Out by uh, with Nick Cannon. Um, and she actually show. wasn't that funny, but she was funnier than most of the guests on that show. Yeah, I don't think we really watch Shannon Elizabeth for how funny she is. But anyway, Not at all, not at all. I think she has a facial expression. I've never seen it. She does. It's licking her lips. Wow. Okay. On that note, uh, do we have? Did we cover just about everything we I needed think to cover? We're gonna call it a wrap for this. Yeah, week. I think we're just about done. We want to. Derek, thank. this one's going out to you, buddy. Yes, yes, Derek. Good to have you. Thank you. Dedicated to Derek. Yes. Anyways, we'd like to thank Chris for joining us as well. Thank you for coming down. Thank you, Adam, for uh, joining us on the wrestling yeah, Adam. tangent. And uh, all you people out there, go see Spider Man. Go. Oh, also, real fast, Saturday is a big day. Saturday is? Not only Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that was Chris Garcia. Um, but it's Damn also Free Comics Day. Free Comics free Day. Free Comics Day. Head it's... down to your local comic shop. We will not be participating, though. Is that correct? Also, Psychotronics Film Festival. I wasn't going to mention that. Oh, I just wanted to make sure they don't come down here and then get disappointed. But... I think they should come down here and get disappointed. <laughs> oh, okay. They should come down here and just grab a comic say, It's free! <laughs> Yes, Steve heard me. Yeah, but it's a big day for you know comic people out there. So mm -hmm. go look for free comics on yeah. Saturday. Rock on! All right, that's it for uh, Derek McCaw, who's not here. I'm Rick Brett Snyder. I'm Lon Lopez, and I'm Chris Garcia. That was oh, and remember, I'll let you do it. Send us out, Rick. Use your powers only for evil, for good. Ta-da! Or for awesome. And we'd like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Irish Setter. Pony Boy. Palomino Soda Pop Pal I'll take Pal porn names for 500 Bob <laughs> Johnny. Panama Johnny Johnny and Pony Boy Pony Boy <laughs> Do you realize that the Van Halen song Panama was named after a stripper in Arizona I for one am shocked Now it all makes sense mm -hmm. <laughs> Would you hit that mic over there <sighs> Golf cart Rage Against the Machine. Um, things you do in um, things you do at a rock concert. Orange juice. Mom. <coughs> um, things with vitamin C. Um, flow from Alice. Um, 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 waitresses. Um, milf. Dean Stockdale. Um, 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 race milf. car drivers. <laughs> oh, uh, American Pie. Um, uh, things you have sex with. Um, American Pie Two. Uh, things you stick in your hoo ha. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Now it all makes sense. <laughs> That's what you need to do. You need to screw match game and play <laughs> play thousand dollar pyramid. That'd be awesome. The match word is. Do you, have, do you want to have Adam do point to point with you? Yeah, wrestling? we'll we'll bring Adam in for wrestling. <laughs> no, I don't have that much time. You were great last time. <laughs> you were actually. I have a hockey game at 10:30. I have to go to. 10:30. Yeah. We're talking 15 minutes from now, dude. Yeah, I can't. Just, I can't stall this you game. Can, you can jump in. We'll let you. Well, he wants to. Okay. <laughs> we'll call him over. I got a hockey game at 10. <laughs> yeah. You have a hockey game at 10. Well, it takes me three hours to get in the zone. So <laughs> yeah, right. By that time, everybody else has gone home. <laughs> okay.